I'm DJ LeMayhew and Trevor Bauer makes more money in two years than I'm going to make in six years, I am firing my agent immediately. I don't care if I'm going with the redhead. She gets the money. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to an episode of the Facts of Fools podcast. I am your host, Nick Catalano, and today we are joined by two more fools. Due to popular demand, we have brought back the original fool, Johnny Forgione. Say hi, Johnny. Howdy, y'all. And also, a new fool coming to our show is a expert baseball analyst. God, I can't believe I just said that. I'm going to regret that later. His name is Anthony Rizzo, coming all the way from Farmingdale, New York. Say hi to the folks, Anthony. An expert baseball analysis. Nick, I mean, thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you for having me on. I'm very, very happy to be here. No problem. Now stop kissing ass. All right, now let's dive right into it. We have had a huge huge couple of weeks in New York sports. First of all, we got Deshaun Watson coming straight over to the New York Jets because there's no way in hell Miami Dolphins are going to have more than the Jets to give up for that. But I'm going to get into that a little later. Mm -hmm. I would rather dive into the whole reason why we brought Anthony Rizzo onto this podcast, (laughs) and that is the New York Yankees, DJ LeMayhew, coming in on an extremely team-friendly contract, six years, $90 Go for it. Well, listen, uh, yeah, I mean, the Yankees signing the best player in baseball to a six-year deal at $15 million a year, I mean, that's huge. The guy Crazy. plays three positions. He's a, He hit 364 last year, okay? Third in the MVP last year, robbed. Fourth the year before that in 2019, robbed again. The guy, he is truly the best hitter for baseball. He is on a team-friendly deal. He's signed until he's 38. Guess what? He's not a power hitter. He's a contact hitter. He's going to be hitting 300 till he's 38 years old. It's the best contract in baseball right now. Brian Cashman, absolute genius. Excited to have my guy back for the next couple of years. Now, does that bother you at all that he's going to be on this roster until 38 years old? I mean, they're not going to just shit him, sit him on the shelf. Excuse me, not shit him on the shelf. <laughs> sit him on the shelf like they did Jacoby Ellsbury. Ooh, they're not God. just going to make up a Ooh, fake injury Jacoby. for him if, if all of a sudden he sucks. Jacoby Ellsbury. Listen, Jesus uh, Jacoby Ellsbury is the worst contract in baseball history. Okay, and Brian I would say McCann, that too, yeah. That's Brian that's McCann that year also. I mean, that was dark days. McCann, it goes to show. It goes to show winning a World Series gets you paid. You know, listen, th- those were dark days for Yankee fans. I had to sit through an 84-win team oh. and an 85-win team oh, in 2013. No. Though That was brutal. Yeah, okay? I can only imagine. You realize you're talking to do Met fans right now? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> You realize who, you're, who your audience is, right? That's a I great year for us. I, I mean, get it. I'm it. just saying, yeah, but you know, I, you know, that 84 wins in 2014. I'm 25 years old. It's the worst record they've had ever. But okay? you also realize that you have, the losses, Yankees yeah. have gone 20-plus years without having a losing season under 500. It's do ridiculous. you understand what that is, how entitled and spoiled you are as a Yankee fan. And it, you know what's so frustrating about that is that when, 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 when Gary Sanchez and Aaron Judge first came up, I'm like, wow, the Yankees are finally going to be bad for a little bit. Like when they traded Andrew Miller, they traded Aroldis Chapman, I'm like, finally, they're going to have like a couple years where they're just bad we so and that close. the Mets are going to be in the World Series in 2015. This is our time. The next five years are ours until they're back. They literally came back the next year. Gary Sanchez has like the the best like season at the end of that year. Remember he had like that, that twenty home runs in one month or something. They sold everybody at the deadline that yes, year in yes. twenty sixteen. The baby bombers. And in the in the middle of September it was like September seventh. Mm-hmm. Tex hits a grand slam against Boston. They're yes. a game out of the wild card. Oh my god! A game that. out, and that was they sold everybody at the deadline. Yeah, I'll tell you. That was all crazy. my years of being a Yankee fan, sixteen and seventeen, two best years because we actually had like that underdog mentality, yes. I'll, I'll give and it that. was like we, it was almost like we were Mets fans for a year. We were no, we were supposed to be rebuilding, mm-hmm. yet here we are in Game Seven in the ALCS. Yeah, and then 
the next two years, obviously, with three years if you count 2020, expectations high and the team just falls flat, mainly because they don't have any pitching or they don't they just have too many guys, unlike LeMahieu, that are going to hit three-run home runs, but they're mm-hmm. going to bat 250 and strike out 200 times a, a, a year yeah. and get injured along the way. I'm not subtweeting any guys in the Yankees. I'm just saying it. You, you really know? needed that. You guys it's needed that lift. You needed the heart and soul back in that lineup. Now let's move to the rotation. You guys basically took flyers on two huge names, Corey Kluber, and you just traded for Jameson Tylon. <laughs> Jameson, <laughs> Jameson Tyon, right? We're Tyon, Tylon. Tyon, Tyon. Tyon. Make sure we get that right for our, for our viewers. Can we get right? a fact check? Is there any way we can get a fact check? It is indeed Tyone. I did my research before the podcast. It is tie, literally like a, like a shirt tie, and then own, like you're owning someone. So Tyone. That is why the viewers wanted you back on this show for Gionis. Listen, Great job. Thank you. Well, hopefully it. he ties together, pun intended, Wow. Uh, a complete season because he hasn't done that since 2018. Correct. Uh, Just like Corey. Yeah. Well, 14, 14 wins in 2018 for Tyone. So hopefully he could pencil in there as maybe a, in the your fourth, maybe even your fifth starter. Mm-hmm. You got to go, Garrett Cole. You're paying him three hundred twenty six mil. I mean, overpaid, yes, but any pitcher that you're paying three hundred million dollars for is overpaid. Pitching's at a premium nowadays. Yeah, is he the is he the best pitcher in New York? No, Degrom's the best pitcher we've Thank seen you. in baseball for the wow. last probably three decades. Yeah, let's be real. Here. He's still kissing ass. He wants to be back on the show. Uh, yeah, listen, you're right. If, if you can't, point. if you can't, if you can't admit that, then you're not a real fan of baseball. That's Cole's fair. great, but Degrom's put together his last couple seasons are masterful. Yeah, and it looks like we are very close to having Jake be the third highest paid pitcher Ooh. in New York. According to today's reports, that Bauer is close with a deal with the New York Mets, or at least that the Mets offered him a record-setting annual average contract, and then that was retracted. But obviously, the, the number is going to be very close to Garrett Cole. That was Nightingale that reported that, right? Yeah. He's, got, he's like That's, 2% from the field, that is, guy. This is the sources. story of the offseason, though. Like, all offseason, there's been a report saying this guy's close to signing, then all of a sudden he'll sign another team, Brad a.k.a. Hand. Michael Brantley, a.k.a. Brad Hand. I mean, I can name four other guys that there's like, oh, oh, he's about to sign with this guy. Two minutes later, another report's coming out from someone else. Yeah, you're wrong. I mean, tonight, to, uh, today, John Heyman literally tweeted, Ten minutes after Bob Nightingale saying no, that's just not true. He did not get that highest offer, uh, highest offer uh, since Garrett Cole and Mike Trout. So I mean, it's just it's just so much like contradicting reports out there because I think everyone's just so hungry to report it first instead of getting their facts straight, and, and that's just so frustrating as a fan. You know, it's just, uh, but that's just where we are right now with this Twitter is, being, is, you know, everything. It is. This is today's day and age. This is today's media. Mm-hmm, Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be first. They don't want to be right. They just exactly. want to, they just care about being first. Yes. But yes. do you guys as Met fans even want Trevor Bauer on a contract like that? Because eh. you I mean, look at his It's not stats. my money. So it's like, yeah, but yeah. No, you don't, they keep, <laughs> you know I mean? we, we just root for the guys that get paid billions of <laughs> yeah. dollars. That's the right. owner said that they don't want, they don't want Stevie boy going over the luxury tax. I mean, you're going to be paying what? 33 mm-hmm. mil to a guy. Who's, you look at last year, his numbers are crazy, but it's a 60-game season, 19 is ERA's plus four. He had a great 2018, and then you go back 17, he's another, I think he had, was 18-7 and seven with a 410, yeah. something like that. Great postseason, but yeah. he, he's always been a guy whose his stuff is lethal, but his stuff's always been better than his stats kind of guy. Correct. Kind of like Syndergaard. Uh, let's not, but before we go to that... Um, like I said last week on the podcast or whatever, two weeks ago when we were on, um, Trevor Bauer pitched in the NL Central, which means he versed the NL Central and the AL Central last year because of the uh, stupid season. You mean you're versing the Pirates, the Tigers, the Royals? I mean, you could verse those teams two times. That's six games, let's say, each. That's halfway through the year. 
You know what I mean? You're halfway done with your season. It doesn't really wow me, his stats. Like, I don't know, man. To make that much money, it's crazy. I mean, the guy essentially had one crazy year and then yeah. 12 crazy games. Yeah. So that's a, right. to, to, to throw about $35, $36 million at for two it's years, crazy. that is a wild amount of money. Again, mm-hmm. not our money, but you know what? Yeah. When you This has been a whole debacle with the Mets offseason. I don't want to call the offseason a debacle, but I mean everything has been a roller coaster yeah, ever since truly. Steve Cohen's name has been mentioned. First, he's buying the team. Then all of a sudden, the, the Wilpons totally ruin the deal then he backs out of the deal then covid <laughs> happens he wants to get he wants to get the team uh, you know on a on a on a cheap deal because mm-hmm. of covid mm-hmm. he ends up with the deal he says he's going to spend a ton of money he sends he's gonna, he, he says he's going to spend all of his billions on, on the best players that money could buy mm-hmm. yeah. Sa- he brings sandy in he brings porter in our general our general manager brings in a generational shortstop to lead off the order for us yep then all of a sudden, two weeks later, the guy gets canned for sexual harassment. <laughs> we didn't bring that up, which is crazy because we haven't talked about that. Then I mean, we sign Brad Hand. Brad Hand. Then we don't sign Brad. Ha- uh, sign later. Brad Hand. Yep. Then all of a sudden, we're in on Springer. He wants to stay close to his hometown of Connecticut. Both offers are the same. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, he goes and signs with Toronto. Yep. Now all of a sudden, we're on Bauer. I mean, we have just been. It's been an up and down time off season for Mets fans really because you don't know what to expect you know that they're in on anybody I see you see that's report. the problem it's like you're in on everybody so you kind of expect to get everybody just because you literally their name is attached to every single tweet from every single sports writer so it's like yeah but just because they're free agents this year doesn't mean they're the right fit I mean Springer that's is 31 years old he got six years he's getting 25 mil a year mm-hmm. I, I saw a tweet if you go back and look at the last I think it's six contracts for guys that were got over a hundred million and over thirty-one years old, not one worked out. It was like Shin Shu Shu, Pujols, uh, A Rod. It was mm-hmm. just a bunch of guys that. I mean, what did Pujols have one good year after he signed at thirty-two? Yeah. I mean, you're paying Springer. He's a he center, never played the same. He's yet. a center fielder no. and a power hitter who's now going to be getting paid twenty-five mil a year till he's what thirty-seven years old. So then you're yeah. essentially saying that Lemayhu is a big question mark in your eyes because well, Le- the Le- guy's thirty-two Ooh. years old but and Le- he May- just signed a six-year deal. Lemayhu's a different type of hitter, yeah. and and he's getting fifteen mil a year, not twenty-five mil a year. Yeah, I mean it's he still really, and he plays a, and he plays second base a lot less physically he, demanding. He than doesn't depend. Field. He doesn't depend on the long ball. You know what I mean? He could spray the ball anywhere, and he I think that'll just age better. But Springer, mm. you can still, you know what, if, if he's a center fielder for the next two years, he's still a very viable option at center field. And then if no, he, right. in the last couple of years of his contract, he has to go play a corner outfield. Sign I'm totally, ta- exactly, sign me up. I'm totally taking a corner mm. outfield Springer. That'll give you 270 and 25 plus homers. But is George Springer that guy? I mean, how many years has he really been that guy? What was it, 2019? His numbers were pedestrian at best. He was batting like 230-something. Yeah, but he also willed the Astros to a World Series. I in mean, the, the guy was a monster in the postseason. But that counts for something. It does. That counts for something. But, but that counts for 157 million in seven years to is, Jacoby Ellsbury. Where is he in that lineup, though? Because I mean, you, he's yeah, he's with the Astros. But think about all the other guys besides him that you had to worry about on that team. You had Altuve, you had Correa, you had Bregman, you had Yuli Gurriel was a monster. Okay, and Brantley. If, I mean, Jordan these guys. Alvarez. And now he goes over to Toronto, and you got to worry about Vlad jo- uh, Vlad Junior. Bo Bichette. The baby birds. They just signed Simeon. They they got a lot of talented hitters on that ball club. If he came to the Mets. They'd have to worry about Alonzo, Conforto, Lindor, mm-hmm. um, anybody else. Lindor. Uh, really, I mean, the, the the Mets lineup is stacked right now. Toronto, and, I mean, Toronto's the second best, probably the second best roster in the AL right now. 
you'd be you'd be hard pressed to find a hundred percent. I was gonna. Ross. The AL East or the AL? I think the AL's weak. Well, AL's AL's very weak. So everybody just came over to the Lindor and Betts are biggest. Go back two years ago. You had the Astros, Red Sox, and the Yankees were powerhouses. Yes, like blew away anybody in the NL. Blew away anybody, and now you look, and even you could even the Indians a little bit. On a lesser scale. Back then? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not but now you look, the Astros, they'll still be there. I and mean, keep in mind, they're two games under last year. But yeah, and they again, got Brandon throw out, back. Throw out 2020. Yeah, they'll be okay. Astros, I think. I mean, is Verlander coming back? Is he supposed to? He should uh-huh. be back <clears throat> by, at some point this Cranky, year. But, still, you know? Well, Lance Grank, McCullers. But no Garrett Cole. No Garrett and Cole. And now you also have no George Springer, who... Say I know I was That's just bashing you. him, but he was the catalyst <laughs> at the top of the lineup. Of course. Talk yeah. about a hypocrite over here. I'm just, <laughs> I go back on my word a little bit, you know? Look, no, the no. viewers yeah. are going to decide your fate. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, but the AL is 100% gotten so much weaker. It's literally the White Sox, now the Blue Jays, and the Yankees. The Rays lost Blake Snell. They don't have Charlie Morton. Who's their staff? Tyler don't, Glass now? Mi- we, mi- I know miss how you me feel about Glass Rays. now. <laughs> I mean, you know. Talk uh, about postseason. How was his postseason? Yeah, Glass now. Very pretty looking guy, I will say. Very good looking. My girlfriend's a huge fan of uh, the looks on him. But Really? Yeah. She's yeah. a big fan of the Glass, huh? She is, yeah. She she came up to me randomly. I mean, she's a Yankee fan. Very fair weather. We'll only watch them in the playoffs. If you're oh. listening, Al, sorry. Um, but she was randomly texting me. She's like, do you know Tyler Glass now? I'm like, do I know Tyler Glass now? Why do you know Tyler Glass now? She's like, uh, I don't know. He's very, very good looking. I'm like, uh, what does that say about you for? Uh, I don't I mean, know. I mean, gotta, he doesn't look like me at all. At so all. it's not he's, even the type, you know, he's got long, he's, he's a good looking guy, but you know, I mean, look, he's a, he's a very good looking guy. He could definitely outclass anybody in this room. Guy throws 98. That helps. Chicks don't dig the long ball anymore. They, they, they dig the strikeout and not <laughs> yeah. 101 on the black. Yeah. But yeah. looks only get you so far. I mean, look at, uh, look at Matt Harvey. I mean, come on. Oh my God. Too soon. I, I'm a Harvey. I'm the biggest Matt Harvey guy you. in this basement right now. I wish you, I still, I still think he could have a, a half a decent career with the Yankees. You want to touch on that? That's, that's uh, that insane. Last that's wild. That's <laughs> totally wild. The guy's total bum and a loser. Well, listen, but Rizzo, I know, is a big fan of of, of chirping me about uh, Game Six. Was it Game Game Six? Are we game? talking about the Mets World, World Series? Series? Yeah. I don't want to make. I would have kept him in ten times out of ten. I don't want to make our Mets audience angry here, but mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I, I was listen. I'm a New York baseball. Fan. I, I, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I don't root against the Mets. And I don't mean to anger any of my Mets viewers, but I, I literally I look at the Mets like my little brother. Okay, I root them on when they're not. I root them on when they're in the playoffs. I really he do. He invites controversy. I'm just saying, I really do. So and disrespectful. The, that, the Mets should have won that World Series. It was an embarrassment. I agree with that. Terry Collins mismanaged that <clears throat> World Series so poorly. My two gripes, and I don't know if we're really getting off flying off the rails here, but Forge brought it up. I'm gonna go. No, I gotta hear this. It. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want Matt Harvey comes out for the ninth inning, ten times out of ten. You don't you don't go up to him as a pitcher. Anyone who's a pitcher, you should know this. You don't go up to the pitcher before that inning and say, "Hey, I'm taking you out." You don't mess with this psyche. You don't even. You just it's it's, it's un it's unspeakable. Yeah. Was he getting hit around a little bit before that? Yeah, he hadn't had a strikeout since the sixth inning. But you know what? He was getting nice hard outs. But I'm just saying. No, it's like it's that. I didn't really notice that. As yeah. soon as he walks, it was Lorenzo. Lorenzo Caney walks right. Mm-hmm, he has mm-hmm. him. Doesn't he have him ahead in the count? And he, he yes, falls behind. And he gets him. Yep. He's got to go out. He's got to come out. You can't let him pitch to Hosmer. Nikki, what do you what do you think of that? I I, I think that, I, think, I think that his take on Collins is a little unfair. I know he's had this take for a very long time, but you know mm. what? Given Harvey's uh, injury status, coming off the Tommy John surgery, and obviously look at what happens to Mets pitchers in the past when mm. when you decide to push their limits, just like Johan. Yeah, yeah, he's famous for being Nohan, but that's about it. He didn't win anything, and his yeah. career was 
donezo after that. So, I mean, yeah, I don't sure. criticize Terry nearly as much as everybody else does. And even in the moment, I'm not trying to be a Monday morning quarterback or anything like that. But you know mm-hmm. what? Put yourself in his shoes at a game time decision. You're fighting for your World Series life. That's a very tough call to make. And so, I think so approach tough. you know what approaching him wasn't a terrible idea. Wanting to take him out, I really don't think it was a terrible idea. Yeah, obviously you say how the hell could you take the guy out? But you know what? He's looking after his star pitcher and you know what? He may have to come in in a late inning. God forbid they make a, a, a late push and they can get it to a game 7. He may have to come in sure. in a late inning just like in the division series in 2015 with the Mets how they brought in Noah yeah. and he just Totally blew yeah. everybody away. Yeah. But if out. you plan on sticking with Harvey that inning, then don't go up to him before that inning and get in his head and say, "Oh, what?" But I'm he did out. not plan on sticking with him that inning. But, but Harvey th- went up to him and said, "No way, I am not coming out of this and game." Then, but rightfully that is, so. But, but he, it's, it's so. in Collins' head. It's in, it's in Collins' head, right? It's in Collins' head before that inning. As soon as he walks, a guy has got to come out. But whatever. My, we, I don't want to touch because it's six years ago. We don't have to touch on this. My mm. other knock on him: mm-hmm. Game four. You don't how want to do touch you, on it. Now all of a sudden you keep knocking the guy. How do, you bring, how do you bring Tyler Clippard into game four in the eighth <laughs> inning? If that's, if that's 2020 baseball, they didn't do it back then. You're bringing out Familia, who is your closer, mm-hmm. for a six-out save in that swing game. And that's before he Familia sucked. sucked. That's, be- yeah, you that's before he Tyler sucked. Clippard was blowing right. games for months for the Mets that year. I, I don't need to tell you guys. He I'm wasn't blowing fan. games for the months. What do you mean? He was an eighth-inning guy. He was atrocious, I didn't like Tyler Clippard. I never liked Tyler Clippard. He couldn't pitch in New York. Typical guy who could not pitch in New York I remember when he debuted all. with the Yankees. Like I, I remember that. Like it was just And also, I mean, it's not, it's not Terry Collins' fault, but the quick pitch in game one. Everyone knew, everyone knew a fastball was coming to Alex Gordon. When, when the quick pitch That's came. not Terry Collins' fault. That's I know. I, fault I said that he wasn't did that Terry. all year long. He loved the quick pitch, but for some odd reason, crazy. he always loved quick pitching a fastball. How are you supposed to quick pitch a fastball when that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the whole point it's of a quick... It's coming straight. It's coming straight. Uh, the whole point of a quick pitch is to get the thing to move and yeah. get him off guard and yeah. not know what's about to happen. Exactly. You're throwing the ball straight at him. Yeah, you can That's just, the best shot a hitter could possibly have exactly. hitting a quick pitch. You're just, you're just literally reacting to a, a pitch right down the middle. Like, that's your first thing is, to, is you're going to swing because it's a, you know, it's be a Especially fastball. when you have stuff stuff going ninety four miles an hour to the right, straight down, and to the left. Sinky. I mean, you know, his, his stuff sinker was, was unhittable so that year. Oh, Why so he wouldn't go to the sinker and he went straight to his fastball it's was crazy. beyond me. But that's another conversation for another time. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. focus on the Yankees here. I really do. Mm-hmm. I want to see where your win total is at with the team they have assembled so far. Assuming are they done? Assuming that they're done right now. We don't know what they're are going they? to do, but <laughs> assuming that they're done right now. That AL obviously got a lot weaker. Where do you see this team stacking up against a lot of other AL teams? Because, I mean, right now, you guys have a pretty clear path. Even though I would say that starting rotation is subpar, you finally got rid of Adovino. I know every Yankee fan and their mothers hated Adovino. You basically have your ideal bullpen. You have your ideal lineup. You have your guy. You got him locked up for six years. The biggest question mark for the New York Yankees in 2021 is their starting rotation. You got a lot of question marks, especially with Savarino coming off injury. So that being said, where do you see the Yankees stacking up this year? Well, another year, and their biggest question mark is their rotation. I mean, it's the same thing (laughs) every single year. This year is ridiculous. They have four question marks after Cole. It's so crazy. Four guys. They're two through five projected. Mm -hmm. Didn't record a win last year. Give me your starting rotation. In order. In order. And you got to assume Cole's obviously Assuming the ace. everyone's starting. Cole's like the, the ace. Not on the Hands team. down. You get 
65 percent of 2014 to 2018 kluber he's your number two no mm-hmm. questions asked mm-hmm. then it gets a little dicey assuming when he comes back you get 50 percent of 2018 Seve. he's your three you got tyone maybe as your four and then i love domingo as my five if assuming he's coming back which again I feel like every guy I just said after Cole, I'm saying assuming. It's crazy. You, you got to go Domingo at five, and then you got guys like Devi and Jordan Montgomery I fighting like Devi, for a man. fifth spot. I like Devi. He's five foot nine. Yeah, I, but, I don't mean to be a, you know, Marcus Stroman, height doesn't measure heart, but you know, <laughs> I, 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 I don't give a shit about heart. The guy needs to be able to throw. Yeah, the, the guy, guy can't throw. Yeah. the guy needs to be. Yeah, but Devi's not bad. I don't mind Devi. Limited time last year is, you know, got hit around a little bit. They didn't really give him a Montgomery's chance. Montgomery's like, eh, you know. He's a lefty. Literally, he just throws the ball. He's he's our Stephen Matz. Yeah. A little bit. Stephen Matz. I think I'm a little bit higher on him than than I am Stephen Matz. Because you haven't seen him as much as Stephen Matz. Yeah. Us, right. Yeah. But it, I mean, you get if you get Kluber and Sevi and these guys to pitch oh, like they can. High ass upside. I mean, this team is it's a 104, 105 win team in the week AL. I'm saying these guys are having great seasons. Mm-hmm. They start running into injury problems and they're not pitching like they like their old selves, which let's be real is probably what's going to happen. Then you're looking at maybe a 93, 94, 95 win team. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the AL's weak, you get up to the high 90s. But I'll say I I'm opti- that's the main I- reason. I'm an optimistic fan. I think some uh, you, you'll hit on maybe one of these starters, and I'd like to see them add another arm for their pen because their pen is not nearly as good as it's been the last couple of years. Yeah. I'll say 102 and 60. You know, something like that. So it's a bold take. But no, you're right. I mean, you have no reason not to believe that. You know. They're 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 a great regular season team. There's no there's no denying that. I mean they're there. Every right, wait, what do you expect? Yeah. You, you just called the Mets a little brother, so I mean yeah. you, you expect Forgione not to retaliate? No, I, listen, yeah. he's he's one hundred percent dead on. They they don't get by Houston, and I mean they haven't beat Tampa Bay at the Trop in it seems like a decade. <laughs> yeah, but is Tampa even going to be there this year? We always they say won't, it. they won't it's be, always, but they they I'm, still won't beat them. But that's what I'm saying. You know what the the pathway for the Yankees is so clear. You know, everybody said, okay, last year the Yankees were... Going into the season, by far the Yankees were the favorite to go and win the World Series, even on a shortened season. Yeah. But yep. now this year, I would have to say that's even increased tenfold, that the Yankees just have a total clear path to the World Series. Even if the Angels can somehow snag Bauer, that's Ugh. doing absolutely nothing for them. I mean, your biggest competition is either, I would have Mike to say, Trout. probably Toronto or the Twins. And you guys own the Twins over the past decade. Yes, twins. but Minnesota's roster, brother, Minnesota's <laughs> roster is phenomenal. Eventually, the tide turns. You know, like the Yankees beat Toronto. It was something ridiculous up until that mid twenty fifteen. You know, Toronto team with all those stars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they beat. True. They were beating the Yankees for. They were beating their asses for three years yeah, straight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was just terrible to watch. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like Toronto's getting back there. You know, they have their they their had a quick turnaround. They really did so quick. Yeah, I mean, they went from Donaldson, to Jose Batista, Edwin Encarnacion, and the like Justin Smoke, Tulo, Tulo, yeah. to just literally like that whole entire core and that nucleus is gone, and they have a brand new nucleus. That's pretty fast, and they're all making zero dollars. That's why they're able to sign George Springer, you know, Marcus Simeon, and you know they're they're in talks for Bauer. They're in talks. They were in talks for Real Muto, who just signed the Phillies today. If no one knows that. Okay. Um, you know, 
And that's that we could talk about, you know, if you really wanted to about, you know, the Mets not going after Real Muto in the beginning and passing on him for James McCann. And now we finally know what he wanted this whole time. And it's probably not, he probably didn't get what he wanted. You know what I mean? What was it, six years, one, 110 today? Or it was 115. Five years, five years 115. Was it five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. five yeah. years, 115. Yeah, yeah, 23. And the guy wanted yeah. 200, a big drop off. 39% higher had, than the other Should have had the redhead represent him. Maybe he would have got closer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, circling back, I know you just said that about the Blue Jays. You know what's crazy? And we can I will touch on Real Muto because I do want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. The Blue Jays, their whole like core, you know we're getting old when I rem- we I, like I remember all their dads playing. Like Biggio, yeah, Bichette, crazy. you have Vlad. I mean it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is called crazy. The true baby birds, you know? But um, they're all their dads are all in shout out MVP baseball two thousand five, best baseball video game of all time. Of all time. Yeah. I beat Rizzo in it every single time we decide to play, but that's besides. Last time we played, I beat him twenty-six to two. If anyone wants to uh, fact that check, fact check that, I have a picture on my phone. Gotta, our te- our gotta love the chemistry there. between these two. Really do. <laughs> our tech guy was there. He wouldn't say that. Didn't but, shocked but, to stay this civil for this long. But are you seriously though? I mean, Real Muto is a perfect example because he's a catcher. I mean, yeah. d- is he re- defensively? Nah, he hits. He hits well. I wouldn't say yeah. He's 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 definitely a top five catcher in the league. I'm, I'm, he's defensively one, and offensively. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you can't just dismiss him I, like that. I take McCann over him defensively. McCann's great at framing pitches. Yeah, well, great. He got, he got better. He wasn't actually. On I'm that happy. I'm happy with McCann. I'm, I'm glad. You know what? We can live with a guy like McCann hitting 260, 250, and giving us, you know, some pop, 15 homers behind the dish, mm-hmm. giving us good defense. Finally, having a catcher that can have an arm and throw guys That's out. That's so second underrated base. that we haven't had that forever. That's the biggest <laughs> thing that the Mets have upgraded this offseason. <laughs> is is defense because our defense has been abysmal. I mm-hmm. and and this goes before Brody and when Sandy was there. That how many times? I mean, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse and beating a drum. You have Dom Smith going out and playing left. You got J.D. Davis who yes. sucks and can't hit the broad side of a barn on the defensive side of the ball. Playing third base, Sandy playing left like field, him, which is crazy. Jeff is going from right field to left field to second base to third mm-hmm. base. I mean, everybody is just bred as a New York Met player to move around and be like, okay, look, you know, you could be pitching. They had Jose Reyes pitching a game a few years ago. Yep. Like, it, it doesn't matter. He, he was playing center field. Yeah, I it's remember. insane what the, what the Mets do to these That's people. That's so Mets. That's what they to do. Lock That's down, what they did. To Maybe lock it's different now. To right? lock down a solid catcher that can finally throw guys out at second you have a corner not a corner piece but a shortstop that is a top five player in the game two-time gold glove award winner immediately upgrades you up the middle mm-hmm. probably going to sign a guy like jackie bradley jr or uh, a more eventually thing. maybe hopefully one day i mean now, I'm JB, so J- jbj would be huge for them because i'm i'm also i'm not as high on the mets defensively as you nick i think defensively i'm not high on them i'm just saying that we've upgrade. upgraded dr- upgrade. with, yeah. drastically we don't doubt. have a fat first baseman playing left field <laughs> Well, actually, you know we may, but but I think <laughs> we you, may. I think you do. I you look we around. For, you look around for the Mets, and we can get into the Yankees' defense too, because I'm not a fan of them either. And defense, believe what say what you want. You need guys like pitch, and you guys get hit. Defense, especially in the playoffs, is crucial because base runners are oh, yeah. a lot more. They're a lot more serious in the postseason. You get mm-hmm. a guy that gets on an error. Yeah. And the Mets have take out McCann and take out Lindor. Is there one plus glove on that on that team? Plus glove, Dom Smith. First at, at first base, at but first is he base. playing first or is he playing left? Conforto, no, because Conforto the, got a lot better too. Conforto did get a lot better. But he's Again, it's a small play, sample He's playing size, center right now. No, he's no, playing. Conforto's or no, Nimmo's playing, playing center. Right. Yeah, Nimmo's yeah. playing center. Yeah, Nimmo's probably going to be moved to the corner outfield. This is like he's a, going to assuming field. you get JBJ. 
the million dollar question is though, like maybe they're like next year we don't have the DH. Like that came out. That's 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 official. That's huge. No? Is it official? Yes. It's official. But twenty twenty two you do have. So do you plan this year for just a wash year and then you'll deal with it you'll deal with it this year and then you're you're gonna be set for twenty twenty two? Or do you actually go this year like for example, Nimmo's gonna be in center field, but if you sign Jackie Bradley Jr., Nimmo pinches to left and then Dom Smith is at first, then what do you do with Pete? You almost you almost don't want Jackie Bradley Jr. now because you want to put Nimmo in center, Dom in left, and Pete at first. So like, what do you do there? I was but, I was banking so much on the DH, and now I don't know really what to do. But I that's the, I I forgot to add that into my rant. It's mm. just been such a roller coaster off season. <laughs> yeah, that we were just so high and tied up in in the money and yes. McCann and Lindor and yeah. May. Yeah. You know that that we were not that we're losing sight. It's very much on our minds. It's just it's toying with our hearts mm. that you know like. We had a picture-perfect plan for the Mets team that you could say, okay, close the book, done. Yes. This could possibly be a deep playoff team. Yeah, yeah. You have you have your rotation set with Cookie Carrasco and everybody else mm-hmm. in the rotation. Mm-hmm. The bullpen upgraded with Trevor May. Mm-hmm. You were about to sign Brad Hand. The report came out and that disappeared. You were about to sign George Springer to lock up center field, move Nimmo over to left. If the DH was in play, which it most certainly was in play, mm-hmm. you could have Dom Smith. DA, uh, I'm sorry, Dom Smith playing first. first you upgrade your DH. defense at first, and Pete DH. You have your your picture perfect lineup. Your I wouldn't say picture perfect rotation, but with that lineup, that's more than enough that can get you probably a deep postseason run yeah. with your rotation and with your bullpen. Yeah, On would paper, you like a few yeah. more pieces? Yes, but. You, you, as a Met fan, you're satisfied because you locked up every position that you could possibly want with big name talent that are big key playmakers in the Major League Baseball era. So mm-hmm. it, I, I'm sorry, I, you know, signing a guy like Jackie Bradley Jr. and then throwing $40 million at Bauer as a Met fan, look, I, I'm going to take it. I'm going to pray to God that Make Bauer is great and, and Bradley is a great glove and hopefully he can get his average above 235. But you know what? I, I just suffered through Juan Ligaris, just like you, Johnny, for mm-hmm. how many years <laughs> that, that amazing we, we got, glove we got plus over defense, but the guy can't hit the ball. He can't hit a foul ball. Minus, minus, minus offense with plus defense. I mean, he, he made some plays that like I, I literally was staring at my TV like, what? How? I mean, like, Jason Marisnik? Come yeah, on. Like yeah. how many of these guys are going yeah. to possibly sign? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jackie Bradley has some pop and he is he's an he elite does. he's he's the best center fielder defensively in baseball and that's coming from a yankee fan i mean mm-hmm. the guy is that but starts, but again yeah. is are you so like does does nimmo need to be in the lineup well that's i guess i, I mean, mean that's where i was gonna say next that like i guess if they do sign jackie bradley jr nimmo's the odd one out and dom's in left yeah absolutely oh, right? you, can't rather take dom's you can't take dom's bat can't out take of that dom's lineup. bat out and you're not taking conforto out so mm-hmm. and they don't have the dh this year so some, yeah. something's got to give yeah and davis is left I, I mean, <laughs> Davis is going to be a third, right? He's yeah. your everyday third baseman. Yeah. So, I mean, your lineup, there's not a weak link no, in the lineup no. right now with the exception of, yeah. I would consider Nimmo a weak link. Yeah, he, he takes a lot of walks. Yeah, but he's just an on-base guy. That's I right. would sacrifice the maybe 20 points of average that you're going to give up with Nimmo if you For sign Bradley because of the, the plus club that yeah, you're going to yeah. get there. No, and right. it's the NL where it seems like, you know, you're, yeah. you are, for, at least maybe for one more year, playing more of a traditional style baseball than the old you know al where it's let's get two guys on and hit a three-run jack you know and you still have reports out that a chris bryant trade is still possibly so so sandy supposedly like does not like jd davis at all 
Like that's 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 why these rumors are circulating. He Playing actually third just base, does not. Yeah, like I agree with Sam. Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't <laughs> think that on. <laughs> that's a Brody guy, so you have to think about it like that. Brody Brody went out on a leg and 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 got J D Davis, so. You know, Sandy's here now, so I guess he really doesn't like JD or like doesn't like his bat enough to you know to supplement his glove, which is not good, obviously. What do you expect from Chris Bryant at this point of his career, though? I'm, I mean, he had like I, one MVP season. Yeah, but everyone's like talking Orgione, so bad. hit the stats. Yeah, everyone's talking so bad about my boy Chris Bryant. He's still got it. It was 2019. He didn't have a bad year. It was it was 32, 31 home runs and like. 78 RBIs or something. 77 uh, RBIs, 282 average. Thank you, 282. I was like, I was expecting to see like 220. Still I'm like, a plus right, glove in defense. Yeah, that too. So I mean, like everyone, like everyone was bashing him. Like I don't want Chris Bryant. I want, who doesn't want Chris Bryant? The snobby Met fan that wants Nolan Arenado. Like we're not going to get Nolan Arenado, who's making 30 million a year for the next 45 years. You know what I mean? Well, you know what I think that was back when he was getting compared to guys like Nolan Arenado, that's Manny problem, Machado. Yeah, because third base is a is a ridiculous position is, yes. in, in the MLB right now. Correct. But Chris Bryant's not on that level, which is fine. That's fair. But he's also making you know half half as much as them. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's fine. If, if he's making 17 million, I think it is. If you're bringing in a thirty-plus million-dollar man, mm-hmm. would you rather have Trevor Bauer on a two-year deal making thirty-seven a year, Great. or would you rather have Nolan Arenado for the next seven years locking down the hot corner? Nolan Arenado. Thank you. Yeah, it's not. Even so, close. I mean, there's, there's so many trade talks, and it's like, look, I, I get you want to be open, you want to have talks with guys, but it's like mm-hmm. trading for Chris Bryant for a rental player. Yeah. you have. Francisco Lindor is a rental player. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got all these guys coming in as rentals. You got a lot of one year, uh, one year, uh, one year. Excuse me, one year cheap <laughs> contracts. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, are they? Are, do they expect to make the World Series next year and then let the guys walk? I, know, I, I mean, know. You, you, That's, it's so weird. To I mean, I get. I, Stevie's got money. Look, don't don't underestimate Stevie's pockets. The guy's got billions. But we can't sign. Nolan Arenado. Uh, I mean, we can't have Nolan Arenado, uh, or I'm sorry, Chris Bryant making mm-hmm. thirty plus million a year, or twenty five, whatever that he would make. Yeah. You can't have Francisco Lindor making yeah, thirty six no, a all, year. One of them has to. You walk can't have Trevor. Ba- you, you have your hands in so many different areas. You know, it's very. You know, what's the direction that you want to take this team in? Yeah. You're, okay. Because you're 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 sending them uh, a mixed signal for the Met fan. You're going in so many different directions. First, you want to go reliever, center fielder, upgrade defense. Okay. Now all of a sudden, you want to just blow up the the salary cap and give it to Bauer. Then yeah, you want to trade for Chris. Where is all of this coming from? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying the money. Reports. The money is coming straight from the yeah, ass yeah. pocket of Steve Cohen. That's where it's coming from. <laughs> the ass but pockets. where is wh- what is the direction of the team? five years from now that is still extremely mm-hmm. confusing I mean yeah. what more can, Met, can Mets fans want you got a you got a, a starting catcher like you guys said the first time in maybe our lifetime they've had a catcher that could throw somebody out Paul they Duca? have a, a top yeah, seven Paul Duca was great what do you mean no, but that's I, not, not our lifetime okay. I would say in the past 10 no, no, years no no but that's years we're that's bad Travis Darno. I mean come on that's a long time you have Paul Duca we're, right. we're, we're quoting when we were in elementary school no you're now, right now you got you got Lindor who's a top seven player in the league who's phenomenal mm-hmm. and you just saw in a throw in in that deal you got Carrasco Cookie. who's a who's a three yeah. he's your three mm-hmm. that's ridiculous that's a sound bite forge and you got May who's gonna who's gonna bolt bolster up the bullpen I love his personality great four, great on Twitter four huge ads yeah I'm, look, I'm in not, one off season yeah, if you told me that beginning of the off season that's what we're getting I'd be like yeah I'm not saying that they haven't done a good job and I'm not saying that they haven't added great pieces to the mm-hmm. team all I'm saying is there are still a lot of question marks out yeah, there yes. we're in supposedly mm-hmm. on everybody that's, Springer but that's Hand, I guess the problem Bryant 
Bauer, how, like, where are you going? What is the direction of the team? But that's, don't you that's want what's, that? What's confusing? It is nice. That's it's like, nice to be in the talks as a Yankee. It, absolutely, like, I'm. I'm not saying yeah. no. It. It absolutely is nice to be in the talks. But mm -hmm. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that. As a general manager, you want to build a team for the future. According to Steve Cohen and mm. Sandy Alderson, he wants to build sustained success, which the Met fans haven't seen ever in their franchise history. Mm -hmm. Sustained success. So wouldn't you want to lock up guys long-term instead of bringing in one-year rentals? I mean, Sandy throwing out mixed messages when they bring in Lindor. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to see what the, what the season goes, and then, uh, you know, hopefully it all works out well. Mm -hmm. But then you've got talks about how they can't blow up the uh, the, the luxury tax yeah. in the first year. So Who knows what they're going to do next year? That, that All I'm trying to point out is that the Mets are sending signals in just so many different directions yeah well take a look at Lindor if he doesn't have the greatest year look at that free agent class next year you got uh, Javi Baez Correa I Corey mean these Seager. are yeah these are names that you know maybe and I don't think Stokes. they're gonna go that route they're just you know being coy about it yeah. but you know they gotta sign they gotta lock him up without a doubt and they, I think That's they will must. but this is what you want if you're a Mets fan you're going out now they're got yeah they're, tell us is this, the, is this what we want you've been doing it for the, years they're like the now they're in on everybody it's mm -hmm. now they're the Yankees the Angels the Dodgers the Red Sox anytime there's any big name on the market these are the names you hear yeah and the Angels sure. haven't been relevant in a decade and okay? I'm, I'm happy to Who's hear that player? Uh, Anthony Rendon <laughs> I'm happy to hear that the Mets are throwing out contracts to every. It's it's not like they're talking to guys because the Mets have had talks with big name free agents for years, mm -hmm. but they never actually offered them anything. Yes. Now we're putting true, our money true, where true. our mouths are. I'm sorry, Stevie's money's going where his mouth is, <laughs> and he's offering deals mm -hmm. then and there, which I'm happy to see. Yeah. And you know, all right, Springer would have loved him. Didn't work out. Fine, mm -hmm. but all I'm tr again, I'm just trying to point out that. You know, you're go, you're taking the team all of a sudden one direction where you got a center fielder locked up for six years. Then all of a sudden you're going for a pitcher for a year or two that's about yeah. to blow up. Uh, you know, you wonder if the it's highest just a, annual salary. You you really, I mean, there's a lot of people saying it, so you you think it's not just a rumor. You know, so it's just, it's weird. There's just so many contradicting reports out. Going back to the point we made before that this is just the time the the. The world we're living in now, you know, what I mean, just where Twitter is everything, and everyone's just tweeting, just to you know get a follow, and it's just there's just so much stuff out there that it's like, well, how are they doing this if they're looking at that? How's how does that make sense if, if they didn't sign Springer, then why are they looking at Bauer? It's like it makes no sense. But I will say the biggest thing is that it's very interesting that Lindor in the beginning of the offseason, obviously that the Mets were like you know the number one suitors for him, like oh Lindor, and then it just died down, and then they got him out of nowhere. So it's like you know maybe maybe the Mets are looking at Nolan Arenado again. Like there's there's someone that they could be talking to or about to complete a major blockbuster deal that we don't even know about. You know I mean there's a lot of options like that. I mean there's you never know. It's just there's a lot of like ifs and you know I don't know it's tough. All I know is my boy Jake is definitely getting hosed on this team because he's not even yeah, the highest paid player on this team. Anymore. I know that's a problem. But he's such a nice guy. I think he'll be like, you know what? Whatever helps the team win, you know, I'm happy. The one good thing <laughs> that Brody Van Wagenen did was lock up Jacob deGrom early. Yeah. Get it done. And he probably saved him, what, a good 10, 12 mil a oh, year? Easily. Without a doubt. Yeah. Brody Brody really, uh, he stepped up. I, I don't care if Jake is 33 years old, 34 years old. I'm still blowing him away with, with a ridiculous amount of money the way he's been. The guy's unreal. I, I mean, Jacob he's so he's probably had one of the best, I mean, his last three-year run has been absurd but if you you can go back to probably what 2015 even yeah where his just i mean his run since then has just been it's mm -hmm. been remarkable well, what about 2014 the guy was a rookie of the year yeah true he I, was I was 2014 yeah, yeah. Made, yeah. made his debut against your yankees and held up pretty good <laughs> yeah
And then Montero the next night. I was like, wow, Montero and the ground. Raphael, remember? I'm like, him? Montero's oh gonna be stud, man. Like, nice. Can and we then, can we not talk about Raphael Montero? Yeah, no, that's my fault. <laughs> is he, I don't still, know why is he still bouncing around the league? He somewhere? is. He's on the Mariners. He's on he's on one of the really bad teams. I Mariners, know that. maybe, or it could be the Mariners. Mariners. I mean, that's a lot of that's a successful organization. You know well, I mean? you know, this is my thing <laughs> too, and I'm getting a little worried with the MLB. I feel like the parity is just kind of like yeah. gone. And now it's it just never all these like that, yeah. big market teams. Where like or even some of the smaller market teams that had a successful rebuild, mm-hmm. like we were saying before in the American League, it's yeah. the Yankees, White Sox. the White Sox, the Twins, and maybe the Blue Jays are like a, a tier below them, and then yeah, it's a whole bunch right. of garbage. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a really bad power balance. That's for sure. The hey. bottom teams in the AL Central are yeah. laughable. Mm-hmm. Hey Johnny. Yeah. Remember all those years when Rizzo would always say that the NL is a joke, the NL is a joke, yeah, the NL is a joke. Yeah, that's so true. And let me point out, every single Yankee fan would always say that the NL is a joke, and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, huh, look, yeah. the NL is a joke. And that's always... the only way they're going to make their way to the World Series. Yeah. Is was... because their division's finally a joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, you the look NL into the NL. NL. God forbid they beat a serviceable team to get to the World who's, Series, let alone win a World Series. Let's really... see if they can win a World yeah. Series past the NL. Who's really true. bringing the NL? Who's who's bringing it in the NL? You got the Dodgers, the Padres, the whole NL and East. pretty much the whole NL East. The, whole, the whole NL East. Yeah, the NL East is the Marlins made the playoffs last crazy. year. Crazy. I mean, crazy. They have a good rotation. Like all young guys that like I probably couldn't even name right now. Like Sixto, maybe Sixto Sanchez. I don't even know. Was, I don't even know that guy's You're name. not going to get me on Marlins yeah. on the Marlins right now. But yeah. no, the yeah. Mets have the best roster I think in the NL East, really? top to bottom. Really. I don't. I don't see a roster that could honestly. He's trying to get on the pod next week. No, if anybody, if everybody's healthy, what's a roster that can really compete with them, pound for pound? I still think the Braves are better than the Mets right now, as is. I I really do. The Braves lost Marcelo Zuna, which I heard they're actually talking to him again. Marcelo Marcelo Zuna is still a free agent. I know. You don't know. And they lost Nick Marcakis last year to COVID, and then all of a sudden he came back. Yeah, he's like, you know what? They're doing good. I'll come back. They're back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Braves have a ton of great pieces, and one guy that I really wanted that I, I mean. They got Charlie Morton on a one-year deal. Yeah. A steal. Yeah. That was so fast. Oh, he's that was so like the good. first, that was day after World Series, I feel like. It was like, oh, yeah, we'll take Charlie Morton. And you know what? Best Look, stuff I, in baseball. I don't, I don't yeah. want to discredit the Nationals. The Nationals went out and made some pretty good moves, I know, too. They stole I know. hand right from underneath I, us. And that's another team. But, I mean, their rotation said otherwise. You know, I was like, oh, wow. After they win the World Series and they lose Harper. Oh, well, they lost Harper the year before it. But I'm like, after they lose Harper, I'm like, that's it. They're done. Like, they're going to be out for the next five, ten years. They yeah, they got, right rid, they got rid of Harper and added a guy named Juan Soto. Yeah. Better than uh, Harper ever yeah. was. Soto. And oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I love Juan Soto. You know, I read an article. It was oh, what was who were the three players? Uh, it was Acuna, Tatis, mm-hmm. and uh, Soto. Mm-hmm. You have to pick one for the next rest yeah. of their career. Contracts, rest of the team, Soto. doesn't matter. Soto, you yeah. taking Soto? Soto, yeah. absolutely. Tatis is second, and then Acuna. Tatis Acuna's plays a, a premium position. Yeah, I okay. mean, he plays short. You know, yeah. they're all well, yeah, so they're young. Right. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable what they bring to the game at such a young age. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, no, no matter what, right now. it's not. There's no bad answer. There's no wrong, wrong answer. You can't. But if I had to choose Short's one, yeah, I'm going Soto. Now. I think He's Soto won the article. It was. I think Soto. It was. I think it was six to four to four or something. We like still that. haven't seen Tatis in like a full year, so that's gonna be crazy. Like seeing him next year, seeing what he what he's got. A lot. Look, a lot of huge names bursted onto the scene last year mm-hmm. again playing mm-hmm. 60 games let's see what they do with an additional 100 I mean yes. no one's playing 162 but yeah. they're going you know they, they'll give you 140 145 mm-hmm. yeah. in today's Major League Baseball anything you that saw last good. year I think you got to take with a grain of salt 60 mm-hmm. game season no fans yeah. it was a glorified spring training either way like if they did good you got to take a grain of salt if they did bad you got to take it with a grain exactly. of salt exactly you know like I mean? Sugar Diaz actually being a serviceable sugar. reliever sugar that's such a stupid yeah. name 
Sugar. Like the Marlins making the postseason. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Look, there's, there's a, a lot team. of things that, that are definitely going to flip the script next year. That's yeah. for sure. But yeah. it's definitely a, a heightened offseason that, you know what? There's not too many moves being made. But to be totally honest with you, over the past couple of years, it's... Major League Baseball offseasons have been abysmal. Oh, they yeah. used to be one of the so most bad. exciting times they were because mm-hmm. what guy is going to come out with a, a groundbreaking contract that breaks every record in, in, in the book? Mm-hmm. Now you got to wait for those guys to sign two weeks before spring mm-hmm. training or two weeks before the season. What am I saying? Yeah. No. Two weeks well, before the, the season. These, these yeah. big contracts have not panned out in, in the years prior, and that's why all these guys are taking less money annually and they're just they're just looking for years. I mean Harper, what did he take that with 330 million over 13 years? 13 That's years. Crazy. And he was turning he turned down oh my god, what was the deal he turned down with the Dodgers? It was like 5 years. It was like 40 mil a year for 5 yeah. years. No. It was it was 5 yeah, years 200 mil. 200, That's what the contract yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's turning that because he they these guys know and they're smart. They want the longevity. Yeah, that was a wow, blessing for the Dodgers. They ended up with Betts instead oh. of Harper. God, oh, yeah. so much better player. And we would have Betts. best player in baseball. We probably have Betts right yeah, now. Yeah, we'd have Betts. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> You'd have the best player in baseball if you had Mookie Betts. Yeah, yeah. You you believe that? Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah, I like Mike Trout. I'm a big, I'm a big Mike Trout guy. Look, I just have to say. Juan Soto was definitely a top two outfielder in the sport. Yeah. Mike Trout, Juan Soto. Um, <laughs> Mike Trout is phenomenal. He deserves he, all of his MVPs, no he, matter what. Well, you have to say. are we going to open up this can of worms? Because I would love to share my my my. Uh, all right, my so I really want to get on the football here. Deshaun <laughs> oh, Watson no. is coming to the New York Jets. Oh, what are we God. all talking about? Are you kidding uh, me? How have we not brought this up yet? Deshaun yeah. Watson is three first round picks away. From coming to the New York Jets. It's got to happen, right? He's a top five quarterback in the league. I'm sorry. All right, maybe top seven quarterback in the league. He's one mm. of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. How are we not talking about this? You want to dick around with Mike Trout? Are you serious? <laughs> I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to talk about Mike I was Trout. Trying to Johnny get him brought it up. Well, if you really want to open that can of worms. That's what you said. You wanted to go there. You were right, you were right there. For I, I would just like to clarify that I do not sound like that on the podcast. I think you and couldn't sound I, more like that with that, what you just said. I mean, you just proved them. I well. think we should put a poll out there and yeah. let the viewers decide. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm going to lose that poll. Yeah. You're absolutely going to lose that I don't that like poll. my chances. You that. make enemies. But wow. <laughs> listen, but how I do you will feel say, about your head coach? You, you like your new head coach? Love him. Yeah, great guy. You know what? Big, bald, beautiful. Yeah, three Bs. You got it all. Yeah, he'll, get, bald, he'll get the defense in check for yeah, sure. Something about bald guys that just have great leadership. Uh, They're very intimidating. If you <laughs> if you got a, a six five bald guy shredded up, jacked up with a giant vein popping listen, out of his I'm forehead, listening. I mean, no matter what he yeah, said. there is no way I'm that he doesn't in. have the attention of every single man in that locker. Doesn't he have Correct. arm tats? He's an. Inti- he? yeah. I feel like he. I saw. A, I might have been photoshopped. I saw a picture with arm tats. <laughs> but I saw it and I said, "Whoa!" I'm like, he's not. He's beating the shit out of Joe Judge. Yeah, if he said. Mike yeah. Trout's the best player all all major leagues. Then you're gonna agree. You know, with I'm him. I'm ready to shift to football, but if we're gonna keep bringing up Mike Trout, I'm gonna I, I will, I'm going to go. He's taking shots about it. All right, look. So, what do you think, both of you guys? Because I know both of you are huge football fans. What do you guys think is gonna take to get Deshaun Watson here? I mean, obviously they have uh, an abundance of first round picks and picks in general, but they got a formidable foe against with Miami. I mean, I don't understand why they would want to move to it. I think. Tua, in, in the few games that he played with them, has shown a lot of promise. That's the guy nothing. that they wanted. I mean, he won games for you. I don't understand why you would want to move him so early. It yeah. doesn't matter what you have. If you're not the Chiefs, if you're not the Ravens, if you're not the Bills. Yeah, you got to have a great quarterback. I mean, you could make a case, obviously, for the Bucks, but Brady's 43. And you can make a case for Rodgers. I mean, he's 37. Every other team in the league should 
trade whatever they want for uh, for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Maybe the Chargers because Justin Herbert's really good too. I love Justin but, Herbert. But I mean, Deshaun Watson, how? what would you not give up for him? Yeah. If you're a Jets fan, you wouldn't give up the second pick overall? I'd give up mm. my whole current roster for him. What would you, you get Deshaun Watson or who would they take with second? Do they take the kid from BYU or they take Justin Fields? I mean, Absolutely come on. Absolutely not. No way. You can't waste that pick. Deshaun Watson still so get more picks. He's born in 95. He's a kid. He's 25 years old. He led Entering the, the prime of his career. Our, Every single statistical category for a quarterback with the exception of top touchdowns he led yards per attempt completion percentage yards quietly too the, yeah. the guy really is crazy. unbelievable yeah so i would trade if i'm the jets i'd trade whatever it takes for him you want to trade the pick for the seahawks pick and the second overall pick for him go ahead do it take get to sean and then go out and get and i don't think by the way i don't even think they're going to trade that seahawks pick go out get another receiver there's a bunch of receivers out in the free agency galladay or robinson or uh godwin Robinson's got to be the guy they go for. Yeah. The Jets are totally set up perfectly for Watson because they have the draft capital to get him. Mm-hmm. They have the cap space to fit him in and still go out and get weapons around him. They have an okay offensive line right now. They need to be able to get a run game going, and they basically need a whole new defense. But that's yeah. besides the point because now they brought in Salah. CJ, CJ Mosley's coming back. Yeah, okay. The guy who's played, what, four snaps for the Jets in two that's, years? We can, paid can you do me a favor? $30 million. Can, can the Jets do me a favor? <laughs> can they draft a running back? And can he not? Can they just run the ball with someone who's not 37 years old? What do you mean? They drafted Frank. LaMichael Pirine. He was great, wasn't he? I mean, Frank Gore was taking. That was sarcasm, Fra- by the way. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I looked at him. Like, what? Frank Gore was, got drafted. I'm pretty sure we were in third grade. <laughs> he got, I'm pretty sure he's the draft of 03. Crazy stat. And he still was the leading rusher on that team. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They don't have one receiver. It's it's mm. absolutely laughable. But you get a guy like Deshaun Watson, changes, changes your whole culture. Yeah. Now, a good subject that popped up was, especially staying on the, the Deshaun Watson topic, was that it got brought to my attention that a lot of Giant fans were saying, why wouldn't we do the same thing? We're another team in New York that could possibly need a quarterback that can upgrade the quarterback position. The Giants have a top six, top seven defense in the NFL right now. They're a couple. They, they had a very formidable defense last year. You can't even deny it. that was really what kept them in those games. Oh yeah. And if you put a solid starting quarterback on that team and add a weapon or two, the offensive line really bolstered, uh, bolstered last year. You have an okay running game. You need to be able to get that up to speed a little more. If you add a running back and you add a wide receiver and trade for Deshaun Watson, that's a playoff team in my view. Well. Uh, I mean, I I do. I, I'd say I might even be more of a diehard Giants fan than I'm a Yankees fan. I am a season ticket holder. Um, we don't true? need to add any running backs. We have Saquon Barkley coming back next year, the best running back ever. That's sarcasm, but he is a very he's very talented. Season. Coming off of an ACL injury, obviously, so who knows what we're gonna get? No, but, but he'll still be fine. I mean, yeah, the guy has tree trunks for legs. Uh, they're gonna get that. That's only gotten him so far. True. He, I, he needs to prove it. He really does. Because you know, it, I'm sorry, running he's, back running behind, team, he's running behind. He's running behind horrible offensive yeah. lines. He is running yeah. behind horrible offensive yes. lines. But you, the guy can't stay on the field, and he hasn't proven anything so far. Well, to answer your question, what would I give up if I, what would I give up for uh, Deshaun Watson? Everything. All my first round picks, I'd give up Daniel Jones in a heartbeat. I mean, there's not. I'd give up Leonard Williams. And who who's the best player on the team? Really, Bradbury, Evan Ingram. He's great. Blake Martinez. That's your favorite. You that's can your follow favorite me connection. on Twitter, ar forty five ls. You could for all my takes on Evan Ingram. I, I think Rizzo's last man. twenty tweets 
his literally his last twenty tweets are have been about destroying Evan Ingram. He's the career. worst player in the NFL. Yeah. I if they if they were going to take him, I would trade him. And he's a Pro Bowler, by the way. Yeah. Ridiculous. Did Rid- you vote for him? No, I didn't. And I that's why did. that's why fan voting in any any single sports setting is a, is atrocious. It's got to go. It's, it's got to go. go. Yeah, it's so true. 2013, David Wright not making oh star. My oh my god! Don't get me started. Robbed. That was Robbed. Crazy. MVP candidate, MVP front runner at yeah. that time, and he's not starting at third base. Yeah. Give me a break. I remember there's a time when like, at the his entire, home stadium, the entire Phillies offense, like when they were like doing really well. What was that? 08 when they won the World Series. Yeah. Zone? Yeah. They their whole entire team was voted to the All Star. Wasn't team there a Royals team like that in the, <laughs> in, the in the All Star game too? That were like the whole team was yeah, doing yeah. the uh, the whole All Star game yeah. was the Royals starting lineup. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's great. Uh, that's yeah. That, that needs to change. Who started at third base in 2013 for the NL? Uh, 2013. If it wasn't David Wright. Ryan? No, not Ryan Zimmerman. Um, that's we don't question. know. Uh, well, if, uh, no, we, we got our tech guy on it right now. We don't need. I mean, we don't need to find out. I mean, who started? The Couldn't All-Star have been Scott Rowland, right? In 2013. No. Nah, he was gone by then. Speaking I'll, of Scott Rowland, Ramirez. I mean Scott Rowland being <laughs> on the being on the Hall of Fame ballot. It get it was I think the fourth highest vote getter this year. That's laughable. It's laughable. Oh, can we talk about the Hall of Fame? I don't think you want to get me riled up on the Hall of Fame. Forgy, Forgy, mm-hmm. why don't you get him riled up on the Hall of Fame? Oh, I would love to. Um, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens aren't going to get in on their last year, and they're not going to be voted in by the Veterans Committee after this last year. And they will never get in. And also, let I me mean, just before that that can of worms is open. Um, did you see what Kurt Schilling said today? I right saw after? what Kurt Schilling said. Yeah, he today. wants to be off the ballot. He actually showed his his letter to the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. He well, does, he's off the ballot. Next Kurt week. Schilling. I saw that. You know what? A yeah. valiant effort on his part. I applaud he's him. A psycho. Yeah. Is Kurt Sch- like to me? And the Baseball Hall, of Fame, Hall of Fame has around. become an embarrassment in the last couple of years with guys they're letting in. Kurt Schilling, very very good pitcher. In today's standards, yes, he's a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. but is he a true – was he ever a top five pitcher in the league? Probably not. He was mm-hmm. a great postseason arm. But the fact that – I mean, guys like – say what you want about the steroid era. I mean, Bud Selig turned a blind eye. It was the most, it was the most profitable and the most um, – the, the best the sport's ever been. Yeah. It really has been. And you, Barry Bonds in our lifetime is the greatest player we'll ever see. Whether or not he was on steroids or not, he was a steroid. He was. A, he, yes, he's a steroid user. He's a Hall of Famer before the steroids. Roger Clemens was the best pitcher in three different decades. Yeah, steroids or not, yeah. the fact that he's not in the ML, the, the the fact that they're not going to be in the Hall of Fame is an embarrassment. What about the guys nowadays that are getting all these home runs with juice balls? Are we gonna, are we going to ignore the <laughs> fact balls, that the balls Nikki, are juice? I, oh my. Justin Verlander has been pitching since what two thousand five, and yeah. he came out and said the balls are definitely juice. We gonna are we gonna count Mike Trout, best player ever, I, comparing him to Mickey Mantle? I can't. I can't. Winning seventy one games a year down in Anaheim or Los Angeles. I can't have a take on something that's just not fully proven. Yeah, there's just no answer to that. But to the steroids situation, I mean. You, I'll be honest, within like the last few years that we've had these conversations, you have turned my head to the fact that they probably are Hall of Famers. Because like, you know, my whole life, me and my dad, I learned everything about baseball from my father. um, And he's just led me to believe that they just do not deserve to be Hall of Famers. Even to this day, like, like before I came here. My dad's like, no, like that's Hank Aaron's record. Barry Bonds, he's that's not him. He he does not have the most home runs. That's that's how he looks at it. So, you know, having that, you know... um, that that on me my whole life. That that's why I am where I am. Who's but, the best offensive catcher of all time? 
uh, Mike Piazza. Why didn't he get in on the first ballot? Because of stupid rumors. Because of the era that he played in? Yeah, but... That's the, laughable. The, uh, yeah. Was he ever even linked to steroids? He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 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 was he ever... But did anything ever no, come out? No. Any report? No, nothing. No. And yeah, watch yeah. that... Mm, watch that slob from Boston get in on the first ballot. Because everyone turns so? everyone turns a blind eye to the fact that you he was so? on that 03 report, too. Yeah, with the Oh, he's, a, he's baseball's sweetheart. Everyone loves Big Poppy. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. well. Him and A Rod are running the uh, TBS show. So. A Rod's another one who will, he won't get. A Rod will. He will not. I don't he know. Will if get he will get in. Are you kidding me? How he are they going to let? How yeah. would you get A Rod in and not Bonds and Clemens? It's very simple because all the new beat writers that are coming in are totally have the thinking that you have, and I don't agree with it. I mean, just I'm on Forgione's part with his father and and him as well. I mean, look, I don't discount that Barry Bonds owns the home run record that's his but it's again the the perfect word is tainted just like the perfect word that eli used in quarterbacks is elite and everyone said it since that record is tainted and i'm sorry once you start letting guys that have ped history Mm -hmm. in then that's it open the floodgates and you know what by that time by the time a rod is on the ballot and he's got an additional 10 years to get in barry bonds and kurt schilling uh, i'm sorry not kurt schilling um, Roger, Clemens. Roger Clemens have 61% of the vote. They're very close. They're very close. Mm-hmm. So I, by the time but A-Rod gets year. there... They have one more year. How, how many more years until A-Rod gets on the ballot? Uh, uh, he two retired more years? Tw- no, he retired 2016. Was his last year? 17, 18, 19? Would it be probably next year. Next, year, next yeah. year. Okay, so A-Rod's got another 10 years to get into the Hall of Fame. By 10 years from now, I can guarantee you that A-Rod will probably be the first... PED user that is going to be in the Hall of Fame. That's and then nice after that, that's it. Well, let me ask you a question. question. Because it's going to happen eventually. I hate to say it, and I hate to accept it, but I've learned to accept it. That it's going to happen because younger guys grew up in the steroid era, no, and right. they're used to seeing that. They love these guys, and it's coming down to writers' opinions. Yeah. And if you were a writer, you're voting in Barry Bonds. You're, ro- you're voting in Roger Clemens. You're voting in A-Rod. So a lot more of those guys are going to be writers, and they are going to vote these guys in. No, it may not be with right, astonishing yeah. numbers, but it's going to happen. Of course, the issue is is that the steroid era, no matter what, it was it was the way baseball was for probably the better part of a decade, right? Probably you taking it from like the mid '90s to the mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was greenies. These guys were popping speed. The '80s, they were doing you know a ton of cocaine and all this stuff. I mean, so. Performance enhancement has been around forever, and say what you want, you could believe you could believe it's a conspiracy, or whatever. They're doing something to the baseballs, okay? Mm-hmm. In today's day and age, I don't, I don't deny the, it. The, the home run, the home run records are for teams are going through the roof. Yeah. So yes, these guys were some guys were t- you know, caught taking steroids or very very seriously linked. But to think that the good majority of the league wasn't, I mean, you're a fool. I played high school baseball. I played college baseball at a D3 level. Is that Brad? No, 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> I know guys in high school. I know guys in D3 college baseball that were taking stuff and not yeah. getting caught, not getting on tests. Yeah. To, to do nothing, you know. I know I, we, you know, guys just in the, in the neighborhood that take performance enhancements just to look better. <laughs> so to think that to think that God, to think that the good majority of the league isn't actually back then, especially taking these things, is ridiculous. No, you're right. a guy like Ken Griffey, 99.7% on the first ballot. I love Ken Griffey. He's my second, my favorite. How not, is he not 100%? He, he's my favorite non-Yankee besides Barry Bonds of all time. Ken Griffey Jr., look at his career. 
looks he looks and feels like a steroid guy. He broke down in his 20s. He broke down in the late 20s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. Couldn't finish a year in Cincinnati. You would never be able to know. You, you really wouldn't. You would never be able to know. The only way you know, obviously, is if you get caught. But yes. you know what? I'm sorry. If you get caught, you're you're caught cheating. There's a reason why you're being suspended for 80 games. There's a reason why A-Rod got a, a full year suspension. Wait, time, time out. Um, so I just realized you had that take on A-Rod. So would you think Cano makes it? when he? Absolutely when not. Are you kidding me? Have you heard my podcast? I said yeah. bye-bye, Cano. He's yeah, gone. No, two, t- two times? I mean, again... What, is it because two times? That's yeah, why? Look, A-Rod got caught twice, but you know what? I'm sorry. In my view, but there is no way Cano is making it in. But by the time he gets on the ballot, yeah, there's a very good chance he gets in. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's I, what I'm saying. I know I'm switching my take quickly, but there's a yeah. very good chance he gets in. In yeah. my mind, He's no like way. He's one of the best offensive Absolutely second ever. Yeah, but again, it depends on what you're really considering a, like a Hall of Famer. I don't think Robinson Cano is a transcendent talent. Alex Rodriguez, yes. He's one of the best. He's the best hitting second baseman to ever play the position. Second base, the weakest position, the weakest hitting position in all of baseball. Okay, but the guy's gonna have over three thousand hits by the time his career's over. Yeah, actually, maybe not. I don't know if he will have now. Now twenty eight hundred, isn't he right? Or like, is he around there? I thought he was at like twenty five. But getting three thousand hits, like getting these stats, this is another thing. With the Hall of Fame, gets dicey. Like Craig Biggio has three thousand hits. Is Craig Biggio really a Hall of Famer? I mean, yeah, he is. But when when I say Craig Biggio, do you think that's a Hall of Famer? You know, I would say he's a Hall of Famer. Yes, yes. I wouldn't say that's that's a first ballot Hall of 2624. Famer. Twenty six hundred twenty four. That's how many hits Robinson Cano has. So he's about four three hundred seventy six hits away from uh, three thousand. Johnny a- Stats, <laughs> baby. Johnny Stats. Barstool Sports Advisors has Tommy Stats. We yeah. got Johnny Stats. Yeah, Backs yeah. of fools. That's me. I'm I a think. stickler with my Hall of Fame tapes. I I think you really need to be like a transcendent top player of okay. your generation, which is why then you can't. Ryan you, Sandberg. That see, but that's what you have to look at, though. Robbins can go to Ryan Sandberg. Robbins can take twenty five shits on him, and he'd still, you know, what I mean, like it's. But not then you can't just terrible. discount these guys. I'm even Jeff of Kent the belief, it, though. So I'm of the belief. I'm so over the top of the steroid guys. I think I want Sammy Sosa in the Hall of Fame. Well, yes, guy had three do you, home runs yes. over three seasons with over sixty home runs. Got baseball back from the dead in '98 yeah, with McGuire. Like how, how is I mean, that? steroids how, got baseball back from the dead. And Bud Selig knew about it. And he mm. turned a blind eye. So why should these guys? Why should they get their back turned on him in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. They brought baseball back from the abyss. Baseball was as popular as ever when they, they were hitting 73, 64, 66 home runs a season. The home run race in '98. Mm. There was just a goddamn special on it. What last year, two years ago, on it? Yeah, they're talking about it. But then, but like my counter argument is because you really have persuaded me over the years that like you know steroids really weren't that big of a deal. But then you look at a guy like Albert Pujols, who I just was talking about today. He's a hundred home runs or home runs away from Barry Bonds. He's a hundred home runs away. He, will he get it? Probably not. I mean, he's 42 years old. I don't so. think he's going to hit 100 home runs in one year. Mm. No, no. But I mean, yeah, he's, his contract's up. Uh, this is his last year on his contract, which is crazy. Shows us how old we are. I remember when he signed that deal 10 years ago. So crazy. do I. Crazy. So that's like scary. 11th grade. But, but that's what I'm saying. You see a guy like that, like, and what do you think his stance is on steroids? You know what I mean? He probably's like, those guys cheated and I did it the right way and here I am. You know what I mean? Like, But do you think Pujols did it the right way? He I don't came know. in well, in that's, 2001. That's another conversation. Yeah, I don't know. You know. He came in in to 01. To be 42 years old and still popping 20 homers. Yeah. That, that's yeah. crazy. And he broke that's down at 32. You look at his yeah, cardinal stats. I was looking at him today. Every year, 300, 
30 oh, homers, no 100 ribbies. One of the most no impressive players to ever play the game. Unbelievable. He was 10 no times better on the Cardinals, but I mean, did I, I, say, I said Cardinals stats, right? I didn't say Angels stats. No, you said Cardinals, oh, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying he was 10 times better yeah, on the well, Cardinals. Yeah, but that's how he saw with the Angels. He was, yeah. he was depleted. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. These guys that break down at 31, 32, mm-hmm. is that because of steroids? Who knows, you know? Because then you look at a guy like Bonds. Mm-hmm. How old was Bonds when he hit 73? I think he was in his mid to late 30s. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. but he also probably started juicing in his late thirties. Yeah, absolutely. He's not he's, juicing at like eighteen like these guys were to get to the bigs. Yeah, Pujols through nine years with the Angels, including the sixty game season, has two hundred seventeen home runs with the Cardinals. Eleven years, he has double that. You know what I mean? He has four forty five. So I mean, obviously night and day numbers, but two seventeen isn't that bad. Nine years. I mean, what do you on. think about a guy like David Wright first coming up through the grapevine? <sighs> Hate to say, my boy, my, 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 no, 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 I'm not saying making the Hall of Fame. I'm saying, look at the guy when he came up, when he Mm -hmm. first came up. I mean, look at how big he was in the time period. It fits the bill. Mm -hmm. My boyhood idol. I will never love anybody. Sorry, Michelle, more than David Wright (laughs) at the time that 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 you know that I was watching baseball. Yeah, true. Obviously, you know Michelle's love of my life now, and so totally over with. Of course, of course. David Wright is is is, you know totally kaput. But Mm -hmm. all I'm saying is the guy it was massive, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he shrank a little. Does that have anything to do with steroids? I hate to bring it up, but you know what? It's a it's a com- it's a conversation I to have. I know, I know. I would never want to. I think it's a safe assumption to say that you know the majority of these guys in the big leagues, whether or not they did it, some, one of their teammates at some level or at some point in their career has been around something. Yeah. You know, even if it's a, even if it's as simple as like taking something like SARMs in high school or college, you know, like. These guys, it's so competitive. Everyone nowadays is throwing 98, it seems like, you know? So everyone's trying to get an edge. And sure. unfortunately, that's the era that we're going to have to live with. On you get, You're going to have to guess on all these guys. That's why I think it's crazy that you get a guy like Piazza, who was night, night. You cannot argue Mike Piazza is the best hitting catcher of all time. Mm-hmm. No, Didn't absolutely. get in on the first ballot. Come on. Yeah, that was sickening. Yeah. I, I think it's very, you know, what you hold... The Hall of Fame to such a high standard, yeah, and especially that's, that's how growing up, you know, the Hall of Fame is elite level yeah. status. Only the best of the best get in, it's and like you know, you're not yeah, you're not talking great. about you know George Springer is a star in the league. He's not a Hall of Famer. How many stars are in the league that are good players? That's Scott Rowland, Billy Wagner, you know, a, a lot of the guys on the ballot this year that were stars in the league for a pretty long time wouldn't sniff Hall of Fame status. Yeah, you are held to an extremely high standard to the point of a guy like Albert Pujols or a guy like Miguel Cabrera, a triple crown winner that's hardly ever done, doing something in the sport that's totally out there that nobody else can accomplish, but not cheating. You're held to that high standard. That's what we were all programmed to know and believe in our hearts Mm -hmm. of baseball because baseball is the purest sport in the game. That was, that's what's so good about baseball. It's pure. But now, all, obviously, with everything thrown out there now, it's not. Astros. I got another name for you. What about Manny Ramirez? I love no, Manny. Not but, a Hall yeah. of Famer. Okay, he's mean, in the same boat as like Gary Sheffield's still on the ballot. So why, why is he still on the ballot? Gary Sheffield has 500 home runs. Yeah. No, but he, he had his yeah. fifth 500, like you yeah. guys said last episode. Yes. With yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, Gary Manny Sheffield. Ramirez is one of the best hitters in baseball for probably a five-year run with the Sox. Manny was the man. 
when he came back from his steroids, I remember like they would cut to his at bats on the Dodgers. Like, oh, like, oh, Manny's back, and like, uh, you know, he they would MLB Network would have like a segment where they'd be like, oh, Manny Ramirez was up. Everyone stop what they're doing. Let's watch his at bat. You know what I mean? Like he was the man for a while. I, I love Manny. Still love Manny. One of my favorite like batting stances. I love like Manny. the fact- it was so fun to watch. Yeah. But again, Hall of Famer in your mind, Manny Ramirez, uh, Manny Ramirez, Hall of Famer. In my mind, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's. I mean, the fact so that you get guys like Buster only voting for guys like Jim Edmonds oh, it's over atrocious. names Best like it's over atrocious. over the names that we just spoke about, it's laughable. Andrew Jones. Great. He voted for him. If he voted for Jim Edmonds, he had to vote for Andrew Jones. Then. I mean, Jim, Andrew Jones probably. I don't think he was ever. What do he have? One good year with the bat. Like oh six oh five what was that I think it was oh six yeah. Andrew Jones offensively was 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 irrelevant offensively yeah. great defensive the best glove probably ever. great defensive center fielder he might have been a better glove Andrew than Jim Jones Edmonds, Jim actually. Edmonds yeah. yeah what what a time in center field for those two but Jim Edmonds had some years there with the Cardinals where he was putting up I mean but then again oh it comes God. back to this conversation where he was putting up these numbers and you look at Jim Edmonds he was a big brolic dude you yeah. look at him with the Angels he's this little scrawny guy yeah Andrew Jones had four hundred thirty four home runs. Yeah, it's pretty shocking, huh? Yeah, fifty-one one twenty-eight. I was gonna say he had fifty-something one 51, year. Fifty-one one twenty-eight. In 06, right? He batted two sixty. Is that 06 or 05? That was uh, 05. Nice. Well, he he well, wasn't an AL guy, so he doesn't like his yeah. stats over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're also. I mean, you're you're in the NL in the mid two thousands, so yeah. you know. No, but um, Miguel Cabrera and like Albert Pujols are the only like certified in my head right now would be Hall of Famers if they retired today. From like that era, like the from the, like the yeah. MVP 05 era. Yeah, to now, yeah. Ichiro. Ichiro, yeah, for sure. Any pitchers? Um, pitchers stand out? If Johan Santana like didn't blow out his arm, yeah, he would be he would be uh, one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, obviously. It didn't no, but Johan had some great years. That was just the first guy that just popped in my head right now. But uh, John Lackey, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm when I think of right when now. I think of great pitchers from that era. I mean, you think of obviously, uh, you know, Pedro. But I mean, he's you know he's, he's a, in. yeah he's in. Um, um, who the hell? Tom Glavin's in. John Smoltz. They're all in right now. Uh, Doc Halliday's in. He's like my go-to. R.I.P. It's a shame, yeah. Yeah, that was that was tough. Yeah, there wasn't. You, you're also you got to think in think in these terms. You're pitching. These guys were pitching a lot of times in the steroid era. So mm-hmm. even if you look back at those like numbers, you know, like they're not mm-hmm. that great. Yeah, but, but now you now. got guys pitching in the juiced ball era. True. But <laughs> there's so many. You got spin rates and velos. That's that, that's what. So and you got substances I being mean, ha- handed the, the out I, by angels' assistants to be put on the ball. What's the idea with the juice ball that they're they're tightening the uh, they're tightening seams. the laces they're tightening and the, the seams, baseball, yeah. which will give you a ton more spin and more rotation on your fastball, and it's going to get a lot more velo on it. Mm-hmm. Which is also when it hit, when you hit it, it's obviously going to go a hell of a lot further. Yes. That's why you got these guys. I mean, you have Charlie Morton going from throwing. What was he throwing with uh, the Pirates? 91 to now he's throwing 99 with Singh. Everybody yeah. throws 95 yeah, plus. It's not It's not like you get a, you know, how many That's relievers do you time. hear in the major leagues that, oh yeah, got a live arm, throws 98. Everybody throws 98. I remember when, when Noah came up and he I was, was throwing 98, say, you said it last time. And that was a huge thing. And now yep. all of a sudden it's like, okay, Noah, everyone else is doing what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Everybody Use your can, curveball. Everybody can blow guys away. Yeah. That's why I can't stand Chapman. Chapman, seven years ago, yeah. Mr. Okay. S- Mr. Smile after blowing the game, that guy. 
Oh God, that that the smirk. Of the... Are we talking 2019 or 2020 collapse? Oh, we're talking both. Okay, because yeah. the 2019 collapse. I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget that. Yeah, you're, you're pitching to Altuve I was, I with. I believe it was Marisnik on deck. I, correct. Uh, someone could fact check me if I'm wrong, but it was a, the backup outfielder because they brought him into pinch runner for defensive. They brought him in for a defensive replacement mm-hmm. after my boy, DJ. Going full that, circle on this yeah. podcast, hit the game tying home run. Of the I was night. gonna say that when we were talking about him before, first thought is like I remember watching that at bat, and like he was just he just had a crazy at bat, and then he just sticks his bat out and pokes over the right field wall, like barely goes over, but it counts. I was like, he's a stud right there. I was like, that, I believed it, you know what I mean? Because that was like his, that was the first year with the Yanks, and I was like, all right, he's legit. Blacked you know? out from happiness. I actually saw stars from going crazy. Yeah, no, I, I was at a Miller's Ale House, and I was like. Shocked. Great place. Oh. Great deals. Yeah. Great zingers. It's pre-COVID. Oh, shout out. Pre-COVID. Shout out zingers. <laughs> shout out Medium zingers. and or mild. Don't get barbecue though. But rather soft. Wow. Right. Me and Riz are on the seat. When we're talking about zingers, that's when you know the show's got to wrap it up. Yeah. But oh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna finish this in closing, and the question yeah. goes to you, yeah. Rizzo, because you are the new the fool guest. to this member, um, to this podcast. Going the past two seasons, the way the Yankees' season has ended, off of the arm of Chapman and the ball carrying over the left field fence. <laughs> so specific for no reason. Do you trust him going into the 2021 season? Down the stretch, in the postseason, do you think he's your guy or you think he blows it? Not one bit. Um, I don't think I trust any closer in the league. With the exception of yeah, that, like one year stretch where Craig Kimbrell was with the Red Sox, and then and he I, sucked. Yeah, and he's been sucked. atrocious. Uh, closing is as much of a mental game as it is a physical game, and he, Chapman just for whatever reason he just can't put it together in these big games. And I think it's because he's he never knows where the ball is going. He throws two pitches, fastball and a slider. Mm-hmm. Has no idea where any of it's going. <laughs> and you could miss at one hundred and one. Really, he's not looking at the home. But you, now he's throwing like 97, 98. Mm. And it's flat. Yeah. So I to answer your short question, no. Um, do I think he's still a top five closer in the league? Of course. So that just goes to show what I think about the closer yeah. position. Um, but if it comes down to it, and the Yanks are in there, I trust him a hell of a lot more than I trust Zach Britton and Chad Green. So unfortunately, it's, that's where the Yankees have to go with. It's just sad with the bullpen. Like the more you see these guys over the years, the worse they get. That's just the bottom line. Like. Um, Zach Britton or who said it, Dave Robertson, someone said it in 2019 playoffs. They're like, well, you know, when we pitch the first three games of the series, what do you think is going to happen when we come out for the fourth night in a row? They know exactly what we're going to throw. Like we, they watched the tape the night before. They know everything about us because we're not, we're not one, one inning for the whole series. We're pitching every game almost. You know that I mean? was Robertson. Yeah. That's Aaron awesome. Boone for you. Yeah. He's, oh, I have this great bullpen. We're going to win every game with the bullpen. When they're seen, they're, they're okay, nothing yeah. anymore. Chad Green throws two pitches, fastball slider. So guess what? They see him six <laughs> times by game six. Yeah. The Houston Astros are yeah. going to get on him. Yeah. You know, correct. You have starters for a reason, and you got to. That's what. That's what they got. This new school baseball thought, where the opener, and we're gonna beat the hell out of our bullpen. You have a starting pitcher for a reason. Your starter can't get you five innings in a playoff game. You're not gonna win that series, unless the other team's doing it as well. So, I mean, hopefully, full circle again. That that pieced together Yankees rotation with a bunch of question marks. Hopefully they leave this bullpen until at least the sixth or seventh inning in some of these playoff games this year. Well, we got a le- uh, we got a month uh, less than a month until pitchers re- and catchers report over down in Tampa and over down in Port St. Lucie. Johnny, Anthony, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm sure the viewers loved you again as always. Always great. 
All right, everybody, that's it for our Facts of Fools episode. Tune in next time for the next episode of the Facts of Fools. I'm your host, Nick Catalano. I love you, God bless you, and goodbye.